BizQuick podcast hits on the struggles and advantages of being an entrepreneur. It's for anyone who's made the commitment to burn the boats and not look back. Are you a busy entrepreneur or small business owner trying to do it all? Then this podcast is for you. Corey and Julie will take you through the details of building a strong business. Hit the subscribe button and gear up for another episode of BizQuick Podcast. Hello and welcome to BizQuick. I'm Julie. And I'm Corey. And on today's show, we have no guest. It's just the two of us. Today's International Women's Day. That's right. But before we jump into that, we want to let you know that we've got a Patreon account out there. And if you want to support us, if you want to support this podcast, if you like what you hear, you can head on over to the Patreon link in the show notes, patreon.com slash bizquick, and let us know what you think. You can donate to us. You can join our community. Um, you can send us messages on there because that's just another place that we get to talk to people, which we really, really love having multiple places to hold conversations. But that aside, no, we do love it. And if you want to support this business, support this podcast and you know help us to build a better podcast, head on over and Show your support. Yeah. It's like a giant online tip jar. Yes. Go leave us a tip. Yes. Please. Tip your servers. Yeah. So let's jump into it. So uh, where where do we leave off? I, Welcome. I said it's hap- it's International Women's yes. Day. Yes. International Women's Day. Congratulations, Julie. Thank you. You made it. <laughs> yeah, made it. Uh, when is International Men's Day? Every other day. <laughs> that is, that. I don't know why I laugh so hard at that because that is, that's 100% accurate, Corey. Every other day is International Men's Day, but that's okay. That's so I'm not I am not complaining. I don't even think that's remotely sexist. Everybody can make their way in the world, and uh, by the way, a she can become a he now. So now we've cl- cl- gone into political area, and we're going to back right out and close that door and just keep moving. So um, let's talk a little bit about this. Is what I want to talk about on International Women's Day? Would, would you be okay if I if I if I told a quick story? Sure, go right ahead. I would love to. Thank you. I, well, you know, Corey, we worked together. We worked together at, we did we, we did some consulting together before we started SB Pays. We consulted at a small business in Philadelphia. Now, listen, this is a company that served as a warning. <laughs> they were not an example. They were a warning. And um, they were crazy. They were, cr- on every level, they were crazy. So whenever, like, we think of a, crazy small business situation, we can pull a story from there without a doubt every time. And the chief operating officer was a woman and she was very good at what she did. Right. And people loved her. Like they wanted, it was like this weird, like almost like high school, like head cheerleader type dynamic where everybody wanted to be in her presence. Do you remember that? How weird that was? I really kept my head down you while did. I was there. So I didn't get involved in, in any of the politics or pretty much anything. Yes. I, I'm pretty sure half the people had no idea who I was or why I was there. <laughs> Probably more than half. Yeah. But anyway, she very much was um, admired. It was very weird. People, everybody loved her. And, um, for the most part, she was a pretty good person, for the most part. And at one point, 
while I was there, she asked me, they had a lot of female employees, but they didn't do a lot for female employees, right? So there was, it was a fairly sexist environment in many ways. And she asked me to develop a women in leadership program for her. And I was like, I love this idea. Sure. So just in in the interest of full disclosure, and Corey, you know this about me, I am not like, I'm not a feminist. I'm not out there waving the flag. I am like, listen, if you do a good job, I believe things come to you. I have earned everything I have. And I don't think I ever was given something or denied something because of my gender, right? So that's just me. It's my personal opinion. She asked for this program to be developed and I was like, yeah, I'll do it. Sure. So I spent about, I don't know, six to eight weeks working on this program. I developed the entire curriculum. I put together an application process. I put together the criteria of what you needed to, where you needed to be in your career to join it, what you were going to get out of it, like the objectives. I did everything, got some speakers lined up, everything. I did all of the work for it. I built this women in leadership program for her, launched it, reviewed all of the applications with her and helped her decide who was going to get into the program. And then the program was about in, it was, it had been going on for about a month when my time there ended. (laughs) And then I was, it was international women's day. I was getting a pedicure. I was looking on LinkedIn and I saw an article on LinkedIn that had been shared by the PR department of the company that she was at, that you and I consulted at. And she said that her greatest achievement in her entire career was creating and launching this women in leadership program. Yeah. On International Women's Day, she took credit for the work another woman did and said it was her greatest achievement. Well, it was her idea. <laughs> I, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, no, yeah, that's that's total bullshit. And uh, I'm you. I remember you 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 were extremely upset about it when it, it happened, and I remember you told me about it. And my initial reaction, uh, this wasn't to you, but my, the first thought that went through my head was, well, of course she did. Like, I'm surprised that you're surprised. Like, I would expect nothing less from that toxic environment. Yeah. Well, looking back at it now, I can see it, right? Yeah. Like, yeah, that makes total sense. And, you know, again, like the, there's just the irony of it. Like, I don't, I, I don't give two fucks about International Women's Day. I really, really don't. I do give a lot of fucks about stealing credit. Like, it's just flat out, it's wrong. Like, to take credit for work that anybody else does. Yeah, I I completely agree, and it's it's such a tricky situation when it happens because let let's say you create something, you whatever uh, it could be a an a painting, it could be a, a program, it could be any of these things. You create this thing, somebody takes credit for you, and now you're like, nah, that was me. It it puts you in a like a tough position to be like, wait, are you trying to steal credit from the person who actually did this? You're like, no, I'm the one who actually did this. But it's really hard. Like, I've seen this on, uh, like, NFTs are really popular nowadays. Mm-hmm. And there's all sorts of artists out there who are just getting ripped off because they, they have an image that they created, you know, a painting. It could be digital artwork. It could be any number of things. They create this that's posted online. People are going out there, taking these images, and then selling them as NFTs, selling other people's work as their own. 
and it's it's just uh, that's the way we the, the world we live in today but yeah i don't i don't understand it because uh, i don't understand why anybody would want to steal somebody else's work i mean how little do you think of yourself that you can't even do this that you have to steal from somebody else in my opinion yeah and you know i think you have to take the stance of i never said anything you you i told you I never really told anybody else. I certainly didn't say anything to anybody at the company. One, I wasn't with the company anymore. But two, I i mean, I was really, really angry over it. And angry because I had worked really hard on that program. And she didn't even think twice about it. Like, it just elevated her profile. But i you have to almost believe, you know, to your point of if you, you know, go out and say that you did it after someone else has taken credit for it to, for your work, then you kind of look like you look petty or whatever. So you, you almost have to wait for just karma to come into play, which you have to believe in karma in order for you to get a rest or you got to go do something dirty. And I'm not the dirty type. Sure. And the, yeah, cause it would have been a weird position, a, a weird position for her to say, oh, yeah, so we've got this women in leadership program that this consultant we hired created, but she's no longer here. But, you know, but there would be a way that she could say that I had this vision for this woman and with people on my team, we created this thing. You know, to, she doesn't have to specifically name you. Just say, hey, there were other people who helped with this program. Or... <laughs> You're talking about a very successful person who had built other businesses and before she became the chief operating officer there, she had a coaching business where she was charging like $5,000 an hour. I feel like she has an entire arsenal of things that she could take credit for without ever mentioning that program. Sure, but it, I mean, the, I don't know, the optics of it on International Women's Day and a women in leadership program and uh, from what I understand, that company is pretty well known within the Philadelphia area. So it was, she didn't even live in Philadelphia, but whatever. She didn't. I just, <laughs> it just still, it still to this day, it, it disgusts me. So let's talk a little bit about credit and how we deal with credit, Corey. Uh, well, I just moved money from credit card to credit card. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, so for me, credit is not important at all. I don't uh, really care about getting credit for things. I don't really... I'm not very good at giving people credit. Well, not that I'm not giving... Acknowledging that they've done something. The feedback loop. I need to get better on that in terms of of telling people that, hey, good job, I guess. But in terms of... It's not like I'm going to not give people credit. I'm, I'm very quick to say, oh, no, that wasn't me. That was somebody else. Um, but yeah, like when it comes to, to doing work or whatever, like, I don't, I don't want to be recognized. Like I, I know, uh, and that goes with the, the whole praise in public and punish in private or the, whatever that saying is that I, if I do a good job, I know I do, a, I did a good job. So mm-hmm. you don't need to tell me, you don't need to bring me up in front of the room and say, Hey, everybody clap for Corey. He did his job. Cause I did my job. Big, big fucking deal. And if I screw something up, I know that I screwed it up. Or if I phoned it in, I know that I phoned it in. Like, I know exactly. So for me, like, I just acknowledge the fact that I did my job. And and do that by don't, like, just let me continue to work. <laughs> don't say anything. Exactly. Acknowledge that I did a good job by letting me keep my job. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Cool. All right. Well, why don't we take a quick break? And then 
I'm going to, when we come back, I'm going to tell you how I actually see you dealing with credit, what I see on my side. With so many things competing for our attention these days, efficiently acquiring and retaining customers is critical for small businesses. And that's why we launched Certivium, the newest business from the SB Pace team. Certivium is a business created specifically for entrepreneurs who need a hand with customer service, customer engagement, and social media management. We are an affordable option that any small business looking to grow needs to help maintain the most important part of their business, their customers. Find out if Certivium is right for your business at certivium.com. Welcome back to the show, everybody. We are talking about stealing credit, and Julie is going to apparently tell me how I deal with credit. I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you what I see. Okay. Okay. And then what I see is that you, um, first off, you never take credit for other people's work ever. You rarely take credit for your own work. But when we are on a podcast with someone else. Like if we're recording on someone else's show or if we're talking to you, if we're on like a discovery call or a sales call with a, you know, potential client, you're extremely generous with, with credit, extremely generous. I don't know if you know you do that, but you do. I don't know that I do that. That's why, that's why I always want to be on other people's podcasts because you say the nicest things to me on other people's podcasts. Julie's really good at, and I'm like, Oh, I, I didn't even know that about myself. Thank you. Yeah, you're really good at that. You're really good at it. Okay. On other shows. Yeah. Are you going to stop doing it now that I told you? Now that you're aware well, of it. Now I'm going to be very <laughs> conscious about it. <laughs> yeah, but you're definitely not a I, I think you actually get uncomfortable when people give you credit for things. Sure, because again, I just it, I come from my approach to to feedback, my approach to any of that is no news is good news. So if you don't say a single word to, to me, I know that my job is well done. I know. It would be really hard for me to not say a single sure. word to you, though. Yes. So, all right. Well, let's move on from there. Okay. So let's talk about... Are you uncomfortable now? Yes. Let's talk about giving credit to others. Okay. Let's, let's talk about the ways that you can give credit or when it's appropriate or... Um, when it's not, when it shouldn't be that big of a deal. So, for instance, something that, um, this is something that you do often when we're talking to clients, is you never, never want to say we did something when it was me who did it. So, if, let's, we complete uh, a competitive analysis for somebody, and I did the bulk of the work on that, because that's kind of the thing that I do mm-hmm. for this business, and you say, well, you know, we did this, well, Corey did the competitive analysis, where I was going to be like, we're a team, you can just say we, like SB Pace did the competitive analysis, it doesn't matter who on the team did it, you can just say we did it. I I don't even realize that I did that. Yeah, you do, do that, that often. Oh, but, okay. Should I stop doing that? Well, I'm just saying, like, it, as a team, you can yeah. just say we. You don't have to worry about, like, again, doesn't matter who on the team's getting the work done as long as the work's getting done, right? Like, internally, we know who's doing what. The client doesn't need to know that. No, I agree. I do. I, I think part of the reason that I sometimes, I think I, I do that, and I'm not making excuses for why I do it, but I think part of the reason that I do it is because a lot of times on those calls, I do most of the talking, and I don't want anyone to think that, you're just kind of hanging out just to look good. Like you actually do contribute to things. And so that's why I think I, I tend to make sure that the work that you do, that I call that out because you're quiet on the calls. Yeah. But 
that's fine. And I, most of our clients, I believe, understand that when it comes to the business, you're the front end of the business and I'm the back end of the business. And so uh, that sounded dirty, but... <laughs> it really did. It really did. And I don't have a problem with that because you, since you are the front of side of the business, you're the much more personable one. You connect with people quicker and... Uh, as much as you say that you're an introvert, you I am an introvert. You love socializing with people. And so when we go to networking events or things like that, you tend to do most of the talking because you're again, you make that that you're able to make that quick connection with people. And I also have a perma perma frown. And I don't look very approachable. So do you do I, that on purpose, though? No, it's called a perma frown. I don't have control over. It's like it. you have resting bitch face. Yeah, but it's a perma frown. <laughs> you don't have control over no. it. No, my <laughs> mouth is just normally in a frowny shape. But you I'm... smile with your eyes all the time. <laughs> I don't even know what that means. <laughs> <laughs> now you're super uncomfortable. Yeah, but no, like seriously, like if if you were to just take a picture of me, like completely resting, my 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 mouth is in a naturally frowning shape. I know. Tony Watley said something to me about that once. He said, I think that's, he's like, is that his, his persona? Like, is he just, is he trying to like look rough and tough or is that just like his face? And I'm like, I think it's just his face. I don't know. Yeah, so no, it is, and it is just my face, but yeah, again, but uh, so, um, I don't even know how we're talking about stealing credit. Now we're on networking events and my face. <laughs> yes. Yes. We're on your, we're talking about your face. But yeah, giving credit to others, the, when we are doing something as a team, it can just be a, a we, like you don't have to worry about telling people that Corey does work. I would, I would hope that anybody there assumes that I'm doing work and I'm not just along for the ride. Um, just to see what, see what a client call looks like. <laughs> what do these client calls yes. look like? Cause honestly, nobody wants to be on them. No, no, it, it, it I mean, yeah, nobody wants to be on those calls. No, yeah. they're, those are, but I, I don't know. So, okay. That, you know, taking credit, for other people's work. Like, I feel like, like you shouldn't even have to say it. It's just like, don't do it. It's wrong. It's wrong. Right. And when you get like, again, when you get into teams, some people feel like would appreciate getting called out by name. Let's say we had a a group of people on our team and Mm -hmm. so, you know, we do have a small group and it's like, oh, you know, we did some really great work, you know, and by we, I mean, Julie and Francis and Stacy, we all, it's like, no, like the the royal we, in my opinion, is, is okay as long Mm -hmm. as you acknowledge that it wasn't just you. So if I show up to anything and for, I, I don't know, I just have that team mindset working in restaurants where it's, it's, yeah, I'm the one who made that drink, but the restaurant made that drink. Like it's, it's not like, like I'm, there's no one person in a business that makes that business run. Um, and in most businesses, that's what, you know, that's the case unless you're in a very small business or a solopreneur, in which case you can take all the credit you want because you're all alone. (laughs) It's just you. What about, I have a question then. What about when you, like, let's say that you create something and you put it out on social media. Like mm-hmm. you put, you know, something, some really, you create a meme or you create, you know, something really cool and some meaningful quote or something on a, you know, really artistic picture or whatever. You put it out on social media or you make a great written, long form written text post and somebody steals it and doesn't give you credit. 
and and uses it. Internet's free, right? <laughs> That's awesome because I steal a lot of people's stuff to use for ideas later. A stash folder, a steel folder is what I call it, literally to give me inspiration when I got to write stuff. So I could just, if I wait long enough, I could just reuse it. I mean, it's unethical. And it's unethical for, shit. For somebody who believes in karma like you do, I know that you're not going to do that. I'm but not do it. I, there's nothing wrong, in my opinion, from getting inspiration. I mean, I reached out to Kayla Broach. She was on the podcast a little while ago, uh, a little while ago, like a year ago. And um, has it been that long? No, it's not. It was last summer, maybe I don't know, nine months ago. Let's spend the rest of this podcast trying to guess when Caleb was on the podcast. <laughs> It was if only there were a way <laughs> yeah. to answer that question. It you was, know what? We need a producer, Corey. I know. Where's Aaron when we need him? Um, <laughs> now we're giving <laughs> our radio show producer props on our podcast. Where is Aaron when we need him? Anyway, anyway. You don't, that doesn't matter. Okay, you, you reach out to Caleb. Yeah, because I was we were trying to create some case studies. Mm-hmm. And I was looking for some inspiration. And I went onto his website and he had case studies listed. And I was like, well, I want to see what he, what his look like so I can not steal. Obviously, like his case studies about his clients. But I want to see what content he had in there. Like what his looked like. What he was including. All of that type of stuff. And, and there's nothing wrong with that, in my opinion. Because it's, you're just looking for inspiration. And like if I... If I ripped off the entire format and all I did was change the the copy inside of it, that would be different. But if I'm yeah. just trying to say, oh, you know, what are what are you highlighting? What like getting inspiration from places? There's nothing wrong with that. And and in that instance, I'm, aside from the fact that we're now talking about him on this podcast, I wouldn't have brought it up that hey, you know, I, thanks Caleb for letting me look at your publicly available information to get inspiration to create something that's similar but completely different. <laughs> Well, they do say there's no original ideas, right? And Roger Wakefield, we had him on our podcast last summer. He, you know, big YouTube guy, and and his process literally for for the process he used to grow his YouTube into a million dollar a year plus revenue stream was this. Went out and looked to see what everyone else was doing and what was popular, and then he did what he calls R&D, rip off and duplicate. He took what other people did, looked at it, made similar videos, but made them better. And then those better videos resulted in a million dollars in revenue for him. And I don't think there's anybody out there going, Roger Wakefield stole my shit. And they're like, oh God, he did that so much better than we do. Yeah, and it's a great way to, I mean, in my opinion, it's a great way to keep you on your toes and keep you competitive. Because if somebody's out there still, and I'm going to say stealing, but if they're duplicating your idea, if they're they're copying what you're doing, you're obviously doing something well, and that means that now the the bar for the barrier for entry, like like what was making you good, is now a, uh, a qualifier. Everybody in the industry has to do that. So now you got to think of the next great thing, the next great thing, the next great thing. Always keep improving. And so from that perspective, I think that it's a it's a good thing, really. I think it is too. I, I would agree. And I, I think, you know, for, here's my theory. If you don't want somebody to steal an image or something that you put on the internet, like, honestly, I think reposting, resharing, taking what you've created and somebody else, somebody else copies it and shares it. As long as it's not an NFT where somebody's like literally selling your stuff to make money, um, selling your artwork to make money. Um, I think, you know, that it's flattering to have somebody like think that your copy or your 
your content is so good that they want to take it, right? Sure. And that's where it's it's not ethical, but if you're not getting if you're not getting f- like financial gain from whatever it is, it's like I'm like does it really matter? Like if you create a really awesome post and somebody steals it, steals it, copies it and puts it on their their social media as their own, it's not like you're losing money. It's not like they walked into your house and stole your computer and then sold it as their own. It's just, it, again, it, it, <clears throat> we quote the office all the time on this podcast. Like, the, we're not stealing from them, in my opinion, although now NBC is probably going to come after us. Bring it, NBC. But We're here for it. Yeah. Um, it, there's, there's nothing wrong in doing that. Because, again, people know that, well, I guess in that instance, people know that that's not our original content. But again, if you're not getting any kind of financial gain, I don't know. It's weird. It's a weird area. It is a weird area. Let's talk a little bit about people that are in corporate America. So they're not small business owners. They're not entrepreneurs. They've got a team of people, right? What's the appropriate way for managers, leaders inside of a big company to deal with credit for their team and for themselves? Uh, like publicly or internally or both? Yeah, yes, all of the above. So again, I, I think it just goes back to you can't if you're if you have a team of fifty people, you can't name every person on your team when you're doing your acceptance speech. Uh, but because uh, I'm assuming they're getting an award, <laughs> um, but <laughs> like a Dundee, yes, exactly. <laughs> Quit stealing from the office, but the um, just making sure that people know that it was a team effort, and you want to obviously thank the team. Hey, I want to thank the the accounting department for pulling together these awesome numbers that were super exciting for everybody to look at. It doesn't matter that Jill and David did the bulk of the work and somebody else, you know, Jeff didn't do any of the work because he had nothing to do with the project. Just the accounting team. I think that that's fine. And Uh, by Jill and David, do you really mean Angela and Oscar? Sure. And Kevin did nothing. (laughs) Um, But yes, the, uh, I mean, in that corporate setting, I mean, that's the only way that you can really do it. And then, I mean, I'm sure you can probably send out some email that's going to get like a 2% click rate, um, 2% open rate to the entire team that says, hey, here's everybody that helped. Well, I was thinking more from the perspective of, and, you know, poorly formed question on my part. I was thinking about it more from the perspective of, you got a team, they're working on a big project or multiple projects or whatever, and, you know, you're boss comes to you and says, Hey, great job on that project. You really pulled it off. Like, like you, you know, you finished it ahead of schedule and under budget. Great job. Hey, you, it, the correct response is thank you. I did all the work, right? Sure. No, the correct response is that was the team. I'll let them know. Thank you. Right. Like, oh, so the boss was coming to me, and I'm a boss of people. You're a, I thought I was like the bottom line employee. No, no, you're a boss of people. Uh, you're leading a team. Oh, so I'm a manager. I'm a mid level manager. You're a mid level manager. And the CEO comes to me. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, thanks. It was a team effort. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. 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 You're Michael Scott in this situation. Okay. Yes. So you're giving. So I would then take credit for everything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Also, that project would would not have been on time, yes. done on time, yeah. or under budget. Yes. But yeah, and if it, but if the project finished late. And over budget, then you got to take that. Yeah, I messed up. Yeah. Like that's the appropriate thing. True. Yeah, very true. And I think a lot of 
a lot of people are probably the opposite, unfortunately, where they they will take the credit when it take the credit when it's good, and then quickly shift the blame when it's uh, when there's a problem. Yeah. Um. And yeah, that's uh again like back to the restaurants. The thing that like that I tell like for every team member, like if somebody comes in and something's wrong, don't don't shift blame. Don't be like, oh well, so and so showed up later. We didn't have. Just be like, I'm sorry. The restaurant screwed up because the the customer doesn't care. The customer does does not, not care. care why their food was undercooked or if it took for why it took forever, why it was wrong. Just apologize and fix it. Yeah. I can't remember. I recently was telling a story and I don't, I don't know where we were, where I was talking about, you know, a company that a software company that I used to work for when I got a special project given to me by the CEO, right. I was, you know, um, leading an engineering team, got a, a project handed to me and he gave me this huge budget to do. And he's like, when you're done, whatever money you have left, you can have if the project is successful. And so we were successful on the project. I built a really like kick-ass team, we delivered what we we're supposed to deliver. And at the end of the day, there was, you know, almost a half a million dollars left over. Right. And, um, that money I could do anything I wanted to with. And I don't remember who I was telling this story to. They were stunned that the first thing I did was bonused out everybody on the team. They're like, why wouldn't you keep that money for yourself? And I'm like, I didn't do all the work. Like what kind of a leader would I be? I, the first thing I did was bonus the people. The second thing I did was threw everybody a really big party. Right. And then, you know, I, I didn't, I bonused myself, you know, basically in line with how I bonused everybody else. You know what I would have done? Kept it all? No. What would you have done? Gone to the nearest casino, put it all on black. <laughs> and I could have had a million dollars. That would have been a smart move. Yeah. And then you could have had even, even bigger party. Exactly. <laughs> well, we got to start wrapping it up, Julie. So okay. any parting um, thoughts before we go on stealing credit? Yeah, here, I got two things. First one is, don't do it. And the second one is, don't be a shitty person. All How about right. you? Do you have any parting thoughts on it? That's it. You said you said exactly what I was thinking. Excellent. Also, right. happy International Women's Day, Corey. Thank you. Happy Inter- International Women's Day to you, Julie. And thank you for being on the show with me today. Thank you. And thank you to our listeners. And anything that you need to know about us is going to be in the show notes. Yeah. If you want to work with us, you can find out everything you need to know about all the services that we offer on our website. Also, all our social links are there. And we have a link to our other business, Certivium, which does social media management and customer service engagement. You can find all that on sbpace.com. Download and rate this podcast. Subscribe and give us a review. Reach out to us about any topics. And if you want to hear more of my voice and Julie's voice, you can check out our radio show, Defeat the Chaos. It's on the Voice America Business Channel. It airs live every Thursday morning at 9 a.m. Eastern. I think we should probably tell them again that we have a Patreon account now so you can support this podcast. You can find that information in the show notes or on our website, sbpace.com. Also, we wrote a book. It's an Amazon number one bestseller. It's called Seriously Now What? A Small Business Guide to Disaster Preparedness. It comes with a digital download. And if you've already purchased the book, why don't you go back and rate and review it for us? We would be really grateful. That is it for today's show. I'm Corey. I'm Julie. And this was Biz Quick, stealing credit across America. <laughs>